When you know and feel and act from your own heart, your very presence generates harmony, and that's what this is all about. Generation of Harmony shares perspectives, tools, and guidance so humanity can live in harmony with all of life. I'm Carrie Lake. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's 10 o'clock on Wednesday. And I'm happy to be here with you. I'm Carrie Lake. And um, today, what's presented to share with you is vision and creation. And I thought what I would do is share with you a little bit of why I am sharing all these things, where it came from for me. And um, share, there's this driving vision that's been with me, honestly, since age three. And then um, it's evolved and shifted and morphed. But I want to share that with you in the context of uh, vision and creation in general, because really every single one of us is creating 100% of the time. And in a, a capitalistic marketing um, world that we're all sort of steeping in all the time, there's this belief that gets perpetuated that suggests that you should be creating something and your something should be valuable. And then of course, along the way you get taught that you, while you should be creating something valuable, you're valuable all by yourself and you don't need to do anything, but make sure you create something valuable and get a lot of followers and all sorts of stuff. There's just so much um, paradox and so many conflicted messages. So after being on my journey and having been paying attention since I was three, I thought I would share with you a bit about where Generation of Harmony and Tools for an Awakening World have come from, what they serve, and my, you know, I, not, not quite hindsight, but I would say my integrated awareness of um, how it all happened <laughs> or how it all came about. And um, hopefully that's of service to you to be able to relax into yourself, to let yourself, um, let your awareness be organized or focused or tuned in a way that you are effortlessly amplifying your own creative ability right from the heart. Because honestly, that's how creation is designed. Creation is not linear. Creating things, you know, in the physical world, of course, you know, you, you build a house, well, you start with the foundation and then you put up framing and on and on and on. It's very linear and it makes sense in the physical world. But here's the thing, you don't have to control the physical world. Crazy. That's the part that so many people, like there's this big gap and this big hiccup between 
creating as a creative being and then making it happen in the physical world. There's a gap in there that is misunderstood. So this is why I, I think why I wanted to share with you today and um, just share my own insights of having watched myself um, over my whole life feel like I've been sort of behind, behind a plexiglass wall going, why isn't this working? <laughs> when it actually was working perfectly the entire time. There was just a little misunderstanding going on in there. So uh, anyway, thank you for coming to play with me today. Karen, hello, and Robin, hello. I'm glad you're here. Liz, I love you. Corrine, Janine, nice to see you. Aman, hello. Thank you for saying hello. This is so great. I love playing with you guys and I love sharing these things. And, you know, of course, I hope that this, everything that I'm sharing will grow um, into more ways to share the simplicity. Hi, Karen. And to, there is such a profound simplicity to being in a body on a planet. And ultimately, we know this when we're little, which is why we don't worry about anything because we haven't been taught to worry about the absence of simplicity. But we, this is the time to feel that again and to become aware of how it feels that you are a creator, that you are creating because your awareness of how it feels is what accelerates it. And it is that simple. Okay, so yeah, so what I was saying is I hope that this grows and this is why I share this, that, you know, so go be, become and spread and then if you need my help sharing it or teaching it, then I'm here. But really your presence, you integrating these levels of awareness and just letting, letting the awareness trickle through your cells and going, okay, that's actually real. That's what real feels like. It changes everything. It changes everything. And I learned this by listening to animals and how they live, but we'll fill that story in another time. So um, where this all started for me was when I was three years old. And hello, Corrine. Hi, Curtis. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for being here. When I was three years old, I was actually, I can remember it, and it's a chapter in my upcoming book, but I was, wa I was standing at the end of our driveway with my friend the willow tree, and I could hear yelling in the house, and my parents were being mean to each other, and it felt horrible. It felt like, you know, like the power of thunder except not as nice as thunder. And then I'm watching with my eyes and my mom comes, you know, slam open the door and come out and yell, yell, yell. And then my dad saying things, slam the door open, yell, yell, yell. And I'm watching all of this and feeling it all through my body. And of course, you know, I'm three. I don't have vocabulary at that time. I have awareness, but not vocabulary so much or concepts. Right? All I have is what I know. And I was quite sure that the willow tree was feeling the same thing that I feel, because why wouldn't it? Because it's right there, it's alive, and it can feel vibrations too. So 
this is what makes sense to me as you know that's what three-year-olds know so I'm watching all of this though and in watching them behave this way I could also feel that their hearts were screaming I just want you to love me and it there's such a confusion in there and it's such a conflict and it felt horrible and on that day I felt myself I I remember feeling like whoosh, this wash and of course I, I, at the time I didn't know how to talk about it but I completely felt this wash come through me of knowing of feeling bigger than the whole space bigger than the scene bigger than the yard and it was a, like an acre yard but bigger bigger than all of it bigger 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 I just felt big and with that bigness came this totally integrated complete knowing that you know what there is a different way there's a different way to do this you guys and again being three I'm like how am I gonna do this how am I gonna show them I do I use words they're not gonna look on three like I had these awarenesses at the same time too there was on that day there was so much of my true essence that just came in and I'm having this little you know contemplation with myself watching my parents and thinking how am I gonna do this if I say out loud you guys there's a different way they're pretty much not available to hear me what do I do and in that moment in like speck of a moment it, it was outside of space and time meaning if we're gonna think of it in terms of time I had all the time in the world to ask all the questions I needed in this space of bigness in this place of total knowing that there is a different way so in asking all these questions and going how do I do this do I use my voice what do I say how do I have them hear me what do I share and and every question was provided a response, although it didn't come in language. It was like a, a, like a dance of liquids. I was a liquid and the response was a liquid. And I would say, yeah, what about this? Well, how about this? Well, what about this? Well, how about this? And I think it's really cool that I remember this from when I was three because it is very much providing a, a framework or a concept that doesn't require linear answers. It's very much demonstrating that when, when we are um, communicating and connecting with our higher levels and with ourselves with, through our heart, it's not about uh, ask the right question, get the right answer. It's about being in the exchange and moving with it, knowing that your questions are heard and there's always a response. So when I'm three, I don't really have a lot of resistance to it because it's obvious that this is the way life is. Ask a question, it's, it gets a response. It's actually no different today. And it's no different for you. 
The only difference is between age three and current time, the mind learns this little thing called yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, Carrie, that's great, but that didn't exist for me. Yeah, but not until somebody gave it to me. So on this day started a lifetime of creating ways to show that there is a different way. The emotions that were moving through me at the time, I'm you know, watching my parents be mean to each other and, and going, ah, this is really yucky, you guys. And they, there were emotions of anger and frustration and all this stuff. And all of those emotions went into this three-year-old person making the decision, I am going to show you. I'm going to make it my job and I'm going to show you there's a different way. I'm going to be a human that shows you there is a different way. Yeah, the dreaded yeah, but. I know it gets comical though when you don't judge it. Everybody has a yeah, but. Everybody has 18,000 yeah, buts. So when you just don't judge it, then you can actually laugh with it and move on. So since age three, through my beingness, through the engagement with those thoughts and those connections, I've been creating with my presence in partnership with creation, words, 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 but in partnership with creation, I have been creating from my heart the opportunities to show people a different way. There's a tremendous simplicity to creating and it gets very complicated when there's these suggestions coming in saying, yeah, Carrie, but that's not really generating money, is it, Carrie? That's not really um, uh, dominating the market, <laughs> is it, Carrie? <laughs> which cracks me up, uh, as if dominance is the goal on the planet. That could be a whole other discussion. Dominance and power. I almost talked about dominance and power today. Maybe, maybe we'll play with that a little bit, but hi, Sam. Nice to see you. So because we are in a body, we are creating constantly. Now, here I am, I'm three, deciding I'm gonna be the kind of person that shows the world there's a different way to be. Okay, tall order, but did it anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw Liz's comment. <laughs> yeah, but t-shirts coming soon. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. The way that creation opened up in my, in my life was because from an emotional state, there was a decision that I was gonna show people that love exists because that was the different way to be kind when everybody's yelling. Well, I kept being presented with opportunities 
to be kind when everybody's yelling. <laughs> oh my God, it's so comical when you start looking at your own life with no judgment and no expectation and you really do and like give yourself the break to start to see like, oh, <laughs> that's why that happened, you know? And there, there's nothing to fix. There's no brokenness because it is just your awareness, being aware of these things that suddenly starts to change them and you start to create differently. So going through life, trying my hardest, really, truly every last drop of life force energy went into trying to be seen as a person who knows a different way, kept giving me opportunities to be among people who can't see it. Eventually, it got very exhausting. <laughs> Again, oh, it's so comical. Life is so funny. But it got very exhausting and uh, to the point where like, no, thank you, I'm, I can't do this anymore. And, um, and after the no thank you, I can't do this anymore, it's kind of funny how creation comes back around to re-inspire. And the, this awareness of, of a different way, a different way, a different way, then became a tool to say, all right, then show me a different way. Show me a different way. Every question we ask gets a response. Universally, you are never ignored, never unseen. So this one question of, okay, show me a different way, is opening and saying, all right, partner, come on in, engage, let's go, let's go. And from there, you know, a lot of people, be, <laughs> they'll get their response and then go, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know, universe, you don't know what bills I have, right? All that funny stuff. Yeah, but you haven't met my spouse. Yeah, but you haven't met my kids, universe. Like, yeah, pretty sure you're, the universe has met the people in your life. Pretty sure the universe knows where you live and what you need. So these were all things that I got to, <laughs> got to play with and, um, and start to understand, okay, if I am actually creating all of this there, and there is something responding to me, what does that feel like? What does it feel like to receive the response from all of life, all of creation? Like call it the universe, call it God, call it nature, um, call it every vibrational frequency in existence, call it the source energy that uh, generates all that is. Okay, that's fine. My question is, how do I know it when I feel it? And starting to ask that question, how do I know it when I feel it? That begins to in, engage 
that uh, presence, I guess, that uh, realm of creation, the biggest one, asking the question, okay, then show me a different way, or what does that feel like? You're basically opening the door, because you're talking right to that source, you're opening the door to be shown. So then, can you put your yeah but on pause for a moment and start to notice what's actually happening. Start to notice what you actually feel because that is the response to your question. Okay, so lots of stories in between, of course, but a few years ago, I was reconsidering my three-year-old emotional creation of, I'm just gonna be the best human ever. And hi, Kareen, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for saying hi. I started to reconsider, like, what am I really doing? If, I'm, if I give myself the job of being the best human ever and like showing humanity that kindness is possible, you know, there's a lot of us that go, that pull that card and, and there's a lot of labels for people who feel this sense and they're called, you know, light workers and rainbow warriors and uh, warriors of light and all, all sorts of things. All the, they're, they're all just labels as we're looking to acknowledge that we already know a different way and that we feel it. So I was exploring how do I do this differently so I'm not draining my whole life force energy, you know, just to try to show people that kindness exists. And I would not necessarily in meditation, although everything kind of becomes meditation, when you're willing to truly engage with life as it is. Isn't that what meditation is for? I started looking at that, like, if I were gonna meditate for 30 years, why? Where's it gonna take me? What's it gonna open up for me? And asking that question, it, when you're connected with your heart, that's engaging with your creative ability. It's creating, it's engaging with your creative ability in a shared vision with the source of creation. How do you know that? You know it because you feel it. You know, here I'm saying all these words, but don't take my word for it, go out and play with it. Feel the movement in your own heart, the energy, the presence, your awareness, and start asking questions, but ask for the opportunity to engage rather than to find an answer. Because when you ask for the opportunity to engage, you are basically lighting a fire under creation. So I hope this is sort of tying together for you. And hello, Jill. I, so I started asking these questions and asking, how can I help? How can I help? How can I help? Because doing it the three-year-old way, 
wasn't working for anybody, right? So how can I help? How can I help? How can I do this? How can I do this? And I was asking so much that my own higher levels who know me obviously with so much intimacy that they're so freaking funny, like the best friendship. And you know, when you have a best friend who can tease you about anything and it can be so true and whoosh, to the point, but so true and with so much love that you just laugh at how well they know you. The more you ask these questions and engage, life becomes that relationship. You're walking in that relationship in a tremendously funny, brilliant, rich intimacy with the source of creation. Why? Because that's what's natural. That's what all the meditation's for. That's what all the eight keys to fulfilled living are for. <laughs> it's about it's about knowing what it feels like to be embraced by this this intimacy that can tease you about anything and you're just going to laugh till you cry. So, I would be asking, how do I do this? How do I do this? Because truly, I didn't know myself unless I was like trying to show people a different way, which is a whole other egoic thing that gets dissolved in identity. Like, who am I if I'm not trying to teach people something? That was a biggie for me. And I know Corrine will get that. We were just talking about that. So show me, how can I assist? How can I assist? How can I assist? Come on, come on, come on. And I've tried this and it comes to a dead end and I've tried this and it comes to a dead end and I want so much for people to sh see this and share this, but it comes to a dead end. How do I assist? How do I assist? And one day, this is how it felt to me. One day I'm just sitting there demanding, <laughs> create something, let's go. And it was like, <laughs> and the only, you know, we have imagery, so I'll give you imagery, but it was softer than this, okay? It wasn't, this wasn't literal. This was just the sense of it, the lightness and the humor. But it was like this um, veil opened up and from totally different energetic levels, like this arm full of, arms full of stuff came through and opened up and handed me stuff with this sense of like, okay, here, teach this, it'll help. And in all of that, it was just so humorous, like, okay, kid, shut up, here you go. It was, it just, it, and it was with such a benevolence and a kindness to say, okay, you'd like to create a different way, here you go. And that became Tools for an Awakening World. It was, it was, I was being handed the awareness that if you organize things this way, it will touch on how the human's innate systems are designed to work. Help people organize their awareness in a way that includes the physical and the mental, and the systems will just come online. Like, 
spark plugs. You have a spark plug and there's a little gap at the top that the spark travels through and if that top part is twisted off to the side, the spark can't make it, right? And so or organize your awareness in a way that includes the physical and boom, suddenly the, sparks, the spark goes exactly where it needs to and the energy flows. And again, this is what uh, meditation is for, is to try to help people come into that alignment. And it's what all the practices are for. So, so yay for that. And uh, there's a more direct way to go because and this is what I've just been watching, right? How many people, when they meditate, uh, leave their body or go beyond their body? Or, you know, there's historical meditation that's all about transcending the senses and um, denying the senses, which, okay, that's great for a while until you need to engage in the rest of the world and you walk into a room full of chaotic people and all you're doing is sensing things with so much overwhelm that you shut yourself down. So how do we navigate that, right? Meditation and yoga and healing practices and all the energetic practices are magnificent. What if we start asking, like, why? Where are they really headed? Where, is it, where do we go after that? All right, great, I'm meditating. I know how to get there. Then what? Right there, that question just created it for you. It just created it for you in harmony with everybody else. When we ask the questions, the divine intelligence or source intelligence, again, whatever words for it you would like to use, big you, big me, is already working at a level where whatever we create actually wants to come to harmony, even the things that are very much not about the heart. We have the opportunity always to be in touch with that perspective. And that, that's all it is, is, is a perspective. But it's true. <laughs> and again, go look into it yourself, and if I'm wrong, come and tell me, because the whole point is to harmonize. And, well, is, ascend, harmonize, embody the aspect of you that is already integrated with creation. So, We do all of our practices and all of our healing and even, you know, the things that I share and the tools to organize our awareness in a way that integrates all of this through the body. All of that is a bunch of doings that are moving us in the direction that our heart to set for us from the beginning. The heart really is the um, motivation and the source of creation. Who you are is so much more than what you know, than what the mind knows. And so 
the mind can say, oh, I like this and I want this and I like that. And I like when I'm three, I want to create a world where people are not this mean to each other. And when I'm three, my frame of re my mental frame of reference is this place where people are mean to each other, like where people are willing to be mean to each other, which was odd to me when I could feel their hearts screaming for love. That's a huge part of all the conflict that we see everywhere we go. And it's why we, a lot of us feel so overwhelmed because there's such a tremendous conflict that just is living constantly because we can feel hearts wanting to be loved and we can feel minds trying to figure out how to let that happen when other people are doing all these other things that I don't like and I think they should change, right? <laughs> it's funny stuff. So who you are, how you're being is already creating, whether you're aware of it or not. Your presence, your unconscious thoughts, but more than that, the heart that has you walking into the scenarios full of unconscious thoughts, the heart that's walking you into that is the one doing the real creation. To speed up bringing into manifest, into your physical world, everything that your heart desires, the way to speed it up in create like so to speeds so far beyond measure, play with recognizing how you actually feel today. Play with recognizing what's going on around you. Play with letting yourself have the courage and the willingness and the vulnerability to ask questions and run with the response. To be aware of how life is responding to you in every moment. Now it sounds crazy simple, right? Oh, that's great, Carrie, yeah. But there's a surrender in there to truly start to receive like a radio receiver to start to receive the information of what's actually happening here around me, it might ask you to pause before the yeah buts to actually receive the information and the awareness is a total surrender that accepts that you are being embraced. It accepts that the universe knows where I live. It accepts that my heart is already part of this generative source. So what does that feel like? Speeding up your creation is asking questions like, okay, how does it feel to be embraced? And then body, show me, but then let it be shown. 
body show me, it doesn't mean necessarily that you have to remove yourself from life and go sit on a silk pillow and wait till you recognize what you're being shown. Saying, body, show me. I want to know the sensation of being embraced by benevolence, by a, a whole universe that actually knows what I love and what works for me, given the unique circumstances that already exist. I want to know. Ask the question and then go forward straight into your life, exactly what's happening. And then if it's uncomfortable, let yourself recognize what flavor of uncomfortable this is. What are we talking about? If this is uncomfortable, what are we talking about? What kind of uncomfortable? And if it's comfortable, then okay, what flavor of comfortable is this? But start to give yourself the experience of being aware of how things actually feel. Now, even while I'm talking about this, check, check in with yourself and, and see if your mind didn't start spinning on that one, you know, and then start throwing in a whole lot of yeah, buts. Yeah, but what about this and what about that? And how, and then I can't feel this because I have to worry about that. And what about this? And it, okay, that's the mind. So I want to know how my body feels when my mind goes off the hook. Show me what's actually happening. When you start asking and you start engaging with what your body is feeling, you are speeding up. You are speeding up the whole manifest realm's ability to bring what actually works for you very literally, physically, quantumly, super physically, and um, outside of time and space right into your world. The simplicity is a shift. We could call it a polarity shift changing the direction that things move so that we're no longer moving in a direction of seeking that which I think I want, right? Like I want the world to be kind with one another. Shift that around and, and let your priority be recognizing how it feels that you, just by existing, are creating it. It's a little different than like the law of attraction and manifesting are leading to this. What I'm sharing with you is where all of that is leading to. Because, you know, the law of attraction will say, decide what you want. I want that red car with the black leather interior, blah, 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 right? Now put yourself in that car. Feel yourself in that car. Know what it's like. And that activates the law of attraction that brings it to you, right? That's fantastic. That's a, a beautiful start. But again, when you're re recognizing and receiving it, yes, Liz, but what, that's a, the law of attraction is a beautiful start. But at some point you realize, well, then I can manifest anything. All right, what's the point? 
right? The law of attraction is a beautiful start to help people recognize that they actually have a say in what happens in their world. And the law of attraction has creation happening from the mind. The mind only knows what it's seen before. So creating from a vision of kindness for the whole world, that's something I've never seen before. How am I supposed to put it on a vision board, right? Creating from a vision of kindness in the world or um, peace or harmony or whatever it is that calls to you or maybe I just, you know, want to get through a day without yelling at my family. Recognize, like Liz said, that you have this ability to be embraced and to claim your place as one who is known by the whole universe and start asking, okay, I want to know how that feels. Maybe you've never felt it before. But when you start letting it be okay to feel and sense things, not for a purpose, not to overcome things, not to solve problems, but because it's the way it is, because it's part of being in a body, okay, then let's get creative with this. I want to know how it feels to have this presence, this creation of people are kind with one another moving through my body. You have the ability to call it forward. It already exists. You know how I know? I thought of it. I wouldn't think of it. It wouldn't be here if it didn't exist on some realm. So, okay, I have this vision that I know so here, I'll, I'll, now I'll give you the evolution of my vision, right? From three years old, it was like people just be nice to each other because it's easy. Like, and everybody's happier and everybody can feel love, right? That was when I was three. And the evolution of that is knowing that where humanity is headed in communication with one another is sensory. That um, for me specifically, there's this... Uh, the uh, imagery and this vision of being among world leaders who all know their ability to sense themselves and that their own presence communicates and that everybody knows that the greatest outcome for the whole planet is when l leaders listen to one another energetically and they have the awareness and the ability to function on those levels. There, to me, that is such a tangible sense, and I know it, and it's created. So we call that a vision. I can feel it. Show me how that feels. Show me what it feels like to be in the great halls with people who operate this way for this purpose and this benefit for the whole world. And when I ask, show me, I don't take my mind and go looking for it. I take my awareness right to my body and let myself be aware of that little buzz and the feel of when it comes forward. I 
provide this level of surrender to my partner called creation that says, you know, that's probably your department, not mine. So you let me know when you, you know, got something to show me. Surrender is not a white flag in this case. Surrender is receiving. Surrender is receiving this embracement. And it's unfamiliar. Like how many of us have no freaking idea what that feels like? So come to my heart and okay, so show me what that feels like. I'm gonna go work my part-time job. I'm gonna go um, rake the leaves. I'm going to go do whatever I do, but partner, show me. And then the fastest way to bring that into form is recognize when you feel it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And then go enjoy yourself. Enjoy that you felt it. Recognize that. Give your mind the knowledge that seeing the sensations in your body like, ooh, there it is, I felt it. Whether it's buzzing or tingling or expansion or a knowing or a relaxation of the solar plexus or the muscles, just recognize it. And tell your mind, hey buddy, there it is, your body. That's your See, a mind is gonna wait to see it happen in the outside world and say, well, my creation isn't valuable until I see the list of clients or my creation isn't powerful enough until I see the dollars in my account, right? That's organizing from an outside system perpetuated by a bunch of egos, right? Not to serve humanity, but all it does is keep the system going. Right? Economics does not serve life. Economics serves itself. Kind of like an ego. They start with the same letter. Another topic. <laughs> Tell your mind the real proof, the real validation is feeling the movement in your body. And it seems ridiculously crazy simple. Because again, the yeah buts can come right in, right? And say, well, that's great, but I still have to pay my bills. Of course. So go do what you need to do to pay your bills. It's not a mystery, right? But while you're out there doing what you do to pay your bills, you still have the opportunity to make a priority of your partnership and feeling and sensing when information comes to you when your partner is going, hey, it's working. And maybe it comes just as an opportunity to connect with somebody at the coffee shop where you look at each other and go, wow, that was really kind. And they go, yeah, that was really kind. There's your proof, kindness exists and it's spreading. Humanity's been taught to function in this um, dominant predatory approach to life that says, you know, bigger, better, faster, more is better. So, all right, well, that's fine. That exists. I wonder if it's true. Right? Vision and creation 
are happening 100% of the time. You can't not be creating because you are alive. Your thoughts, your life force moving through your body. So let's not fight that, okay? Instead, what a gift to start to organize your awareness in such a way where you can actually engage with what you're creating. You watch it happen. And there's so much wisdom and clarity that comes when you play this way that you don't worry about the timing of it. You know, another way of saying that is like the timing will take care of itself, divine timing, blah, blah, blah. But those, that's just terminology to help us just not worry about it and to know what it feels like to really be engaged. So we've all got a vision, you know? It's just some of the, sometimes that vision is clouded over by avoidance. If we're trying to avoid feeling what we don't want, it makes it a little harder to see the vision that is already at work through you, as you. I see mine unfolding all the time with the willingness to engage and go, oh my God, this is actually happening. And of course it starts little. And of course it grows. It's the willingness to engage and the willingness to acknowledge the validation where it truly lies, which is what you feel. Your senses are the true validation. And you can help the mind get past these questions of, well, how do I know and what if I'm fooling myself? By, by forming that friendship and continuously guiding the mind to be aware of the sensations in the body. And the moment, like there does come a moment where the mind goes, oh, I get it. And then boom, off to the races. And it's so funny because like the mind gets afraid, like, am I doing it right? What if it doesn't happen? I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. Well, you're only afraid till you're on the other side of it. Once you're on the other side of fear, you're like, oh, well, there's nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> well, maybe there were things to be afraid of, but once you move through it, it just doesn't have the same pull, right? So why don't we just remember that and walk through it? But walk through it willing to feel rather than avoiding what you feel. Because really, it's very rare that anybody's being chased with a machete anymore. Like the fears are all about being afraid of feeling something that we felt when we were young and it's totally valid and I get that. But it's not the same as being chased with a machete. So it's willingness to feel, that's why the, my creation, kind of trying to tie it back full circle, my creation has been, uh, has evolved and evolved and evolved and evolved. And now it looks like, you know, sharing the words with you feel without fear. And even if you have fear, then feel it without fear. There's an extreme simplicity when you're willing to feel. When you're willing to feel, you actually start to see your vision being created 
right in front of you. It's different than what we were taught, um, but gentle and beautiful. So um, thanks for coming to play with me. And hi, Vivian. I see you there. And Kurosh, hi. And um, Anya, hi. Jill, hi, Jill. Hug your ponies for me. Um, so if you're still here after nearly an hour of me enjoying myself, <laughs> Um, tomorrow afternoon is a teleconference that is energetic work, listening, listening and healing for animals. And um, it's, uh, it's for anybody, but animals are such a part, huge part of so many of our lives. And playing with the animals can be an amazing place to start to know what all of this feels like because the animals open such a place of love for us. And a lot of people feel a lot more comfortable being with the animals in love, they feel a lot more comfortable giving themselves the option to feel without the threat of feeling something they don't want. So the teleconference tomorrow night, you can find that on my Facebook page and um, th there's an event created there. And then starting next week on Thursday, it is the nine week series, which is the foundation of all of this. And it very, it's very literally sharing with you um, what was handed to me and what works. Like times that I've taught this nine week series before is mind blowing. Like I'm watching like a little kid just sharing all this and going, oh my God, people are totally getting it. And they're getting it because it's innate. Like this nine week series is, um, it just helps reorganize your awareness to create a beautiful friendship between the mind and the body and the heart so that your mind, it's kind of funny, your mind starts to recognize, wait a minute, I'm getting in the way. I don't know how to not get in the way. What do I do differently? Right? And you start to have an amazing friendship. Things are still intense, but you have new tools um, to use to navigate the intensity. Life's always going to be intense. It's just you get more masterful at surfing it. That's what the nine-week series is for. And you can find that on my website as well, carrylake.com. Um, if you feel inclined, I do one-on-one -on -one sessions to just accelerate things, clear the way for you to transcend to the fear, to know how it feels to be without judgment, without fear and then provide you with tools to navigate your own life. So um, this is what I love to do when I'm not working my part-time job. <laughs> Actually, I do all of this while I'm working my part-time job at the same time. It just takes a different form, you know? Customer service. It's fantastic. Because I get to interact with people that are not really ever gonna show up on, you know, my Facebook Live. So anyway, okay, nearly an hour. Have a beautiful day, everybody. Happy New Year. Lots of love to you. And Steve Pleisch, hello, my friend. Um, hopefully you can, I don't know if you saw the whole thing, but the recording will be there. And um, let me know how I can assist you guys. Thank you so much for being here, for walking your walks and being the beautiful light that you are. And I will talk to you soon.